1: Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health.
2: Now, here are the Doctors Fox. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And <laughs> we sure are glad that you're joining us here tonight. We've got some interesting things to talk about tonight. First off, we always start out with our little first segment called In, in the, the news. news. Right. And there's some interesting things in the there news. There's actually Jim.
3: really good things yeah. this week. I mean, sometimes we have a little bit harder time finding really good, good information. Stuff. Right. right. Um, but this week was actually we had more than we needed.
2: Yeah, we really did. Uh, we'll just briefly hit this one because this is, I think this is important and you know, for all you folks out there who have kids or grandkids or somebody you know in your family that's young, this the study was done and published in the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism. The University of Pittsburgh uh, did a School of Medicine did the study, and they show that kids need more vitamin D. I mean, the RDA or the recommended daily allowance from the government. Well, it's like most things from the government; it's well, not right. The, actually, yeah. what they
3: did on this study is, I mean, the the what they said the recommended allowances was like 600 IU's. They say is you know what yeah. kids need. Well, this study used almost double that. They mm-hmm. used a thousand IU's of vitamin D three, mm-hmm. and they gave it in kids, mm-hmm. and they actually had checked their levels beforehand. Mm-hmm. And what they found that with the thousand IU's, after six months of supplementation, so that's a while. It's not just wasn't just a few days. After six months, there were still thirty nine percent. Of the kids remain below twenty nanograms per milliliter,
2: which is extremely low. Yes,
3: extremely low, mm-hmm. and which is actually less than what you need for bone growth. Right, and only fourteen percent rose above thirty nanograms per milliliter, which, which milliliter, which is actually in range. Um, the range, Barely, the, it's really, really range. the lab right. ranges usually were thirty to one hundred.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Optimal ranges are fifty to eighty. But in this they were just looking at hitting that thirty. And on a thousand I use in kids, only fourteen percent actually hit the thirty.
2: Which shows that most of the time if you're you know, if you're relying on the government standards, you're not getting enough D for these kids. And remember, that's a very important bone growth, right. immune system. And a
3: thousand might be okay for a one or two year old, but in this study they actually used eight to fourteen year olds. Right. So it was a little bit bigger kids. I mean not huge kids, but I mean bigger kids. Mm-hmm. And It wasn't adequate. So another reason that we stress constantly to check levels, Mm -hmm. supplement, and recheck. Exactly. You gotta see if you're getting enough.
2: Make sure you're getting enough. Right. Now another study, and this came out of the University of Missouri at Columbia, and it was about the the impact of type two diabetes, and God knows that's almost everybody in America nowadays, uh, and on their lymphatic vessels. Now, A lot of folks may not realize it, but we have blood vessels that carry blood to and from the heart and all that, and we have these lymph vessels or systems that carry the lymphatic tissues, which is part of the immune system, and it carries that all over the body. Yeah, it contains
3: the white blood cells that actually help get rid of cancer cells and Mm -hmm. contains antigens, and it actually fights different things, and it's actually carried around the body. And they've actually found that in type 2 diabetes, and they said it was the first time this has actually been shown mm-hmm. in a study, that the type 2 diabetes, the walls of the vessels become defective and leaky.
2: Yes, leaky vessels, just like we the have leaky, leaky gut. gut right? And they used yeah. to say it
3: didn't exist, didn't
2: they? Yeah, they told us forever. For now. years, in alternative medicine, you they said that doesn't about leaky exist. Gut. Exactly. Yeah,
3: but anyway, now they're even saying there's leaky vessels in the lymphatic system in type 2 diabetes. Yeah,
2: and the good thing is it's not us saying it. Because, you know, we see all these diabetic people. And, and even pre-diabetics. And what happens is they start <laughs> leaking and they start having, you know, swelling and, you know, just edema or sw- is what we call it uh, technically. They have sapena. all kinds of
3: things. Yeah. They have a lot of things that you don't know about. Well, actually, I mean, in this study, they actually definitely show that in those vessels that were damaged and leaking, mm-hmm. that they made much lower nitric oxide than a normal healthy vessel.
2: Which is the same thing that we can have in our other blood vessels and stuff, too.
3: And nitric oxide, you know, we've talked about it before. Yeah. And it's important in, you know, vasodilation and lowering blood pressure and helping with blood flow and things Mm -hmm. like that. But they're saying now that it actually helps with the lymphatic system. Right. And, of course, in this study, they actually said they found that actually just adding some L-arginine.
2: Which is what we use in blood vessels. Which is what we use for heart and, Mm -hmm.
3: you know, vessels, other places have been shown to actually increase nitric oxide and actually restore the barrier and make it not leaky to where then it actually works properly. Right. So, I mean, it's something as simple as an amino acid, L-arginine.
2: L-arginine. You know, and, you know, you get that in nuts and seeds and things like that, meats and things and so on. You know, if that's in the diet, and, you know, let's face it, if you're eating a lot of packaged processed food, you're probably not getting enough. Probably not getting enough. But even if you, you know, if you have diabetes, obviously the first thing you want to do is try to control that blood sugar and get that under control. And then something like our amino flow, which has your, it actually has arginine and citrulline, which citrulline is another amino acid. That actually that,
3: also increases
2: oxide. Well, what happens is the body takes this old citrulline stuff and says, well, I'm going to convert that into arginine. And as it does that, it's more of a timed release version, if so you it will. So it stays in the uh, system longer. Much longer. Much and longer. And so we use it a lot in the cardiovascular patients. And now it looks like the... Um, uh, folks with diabetes or pre-diabetes needs it too. Which tend to have heart disease anyway. They have heart disease, yeah, right. And so it
3: actually, it kind of goes together, but it does show you that, you know, but that was a very interesting thing. It just came out today. Yeah. So it was actually, just actually hit the wire today, but that was a really good one that showed, you know, Diab- diabetics need to do some extra things to stay healthy.
2: And while we're talking about diabetes, and, you know, when we talk about diabetes, the, the pre-diabetics are the same thing because what we're seeing now and some of the other research that we've looked at over the past few years, people that are not quite diabetic yet, it doesn't, This because your doc says, hey, well, you know, you're kind of like you're borderline. Borderline is sort of like being a little bit pregnant. Right, You are. And And you actually start
3: having the damage.
2: The damage is done. They've shown
3: that the prediabetes actually starts causing damage, and that's when you want to actually do something with it and not wait until you actually get there.
2: Well, this study that came out from the American Academy of Neurology, uh, and it was actually published in their journal, Neurology. That's kind of neat, having your journal named Neurology. Um, But they came out with this study that showed that uh, the negative changes – in, the, the, uh, in a type 2 diabetic, the negative changes in the ability to regulate blood flow in the brain. Right. And how it resulted in lower scores on test and cognition skills. Yeah, Ooh.
3: and even ability to f- uh, to perform daily activities. I mean, you, you know, they're yeah. actually finding that the type 2 diabetics, and they said the results showed that after a couple years of having blood sugar issues, that you can't even make, they actually have, it has a negative effect on cognitive and decision-making. You can't even make good decisions sometimes after damage is done in the brain. Yeah. And, so and after hope-
2: just two years, and, and, and all the other research is saying if you've got a, an A1C that's above 5.5, you're starting to show damage. So two years of that, pre-diabetic, you can start showing these Yeah, so d-
3: yeah. Is, Again, shows you why you don't want to be diabetic, and you actually don't want to wait until you're full diabetic.
2: Right. Now something else. This one is just right up our alley. This was published back on the tenth and uh, came out of the. Came out I, of Malaysia. Yeah, I was going to say University Putra of Malaysia. Anyhow, um, they have a university there, and they did a really neat study about urinary tract infections. And of what you don't realize is urinary tract infections. Why do you think? Gosh, that's that's rare. No, it's not. Actually, it's the second most common. Problem that people encounter or go to the doctor for.
3: Right. And it, it's, I mean, they said about 150 million people a year
2: 150 million are
3: diagnosed with UTIs. Like
2: billions. And the cost of is huge. Exactly. Billions of dollars.
3: And what they're finding, and that's what kind of this study looked at, is because of the over antibiotic use, mm-hmm. which we've talked about in other shows,
4: mm-hmm.
3: a lot of these bacteria are becoming resistant to the antibiotics. Yeah. And so a lot of these people that have urinary tract infections have recurrent ones. And in this study, the team actually found that 56% of the 166 bacteria strains were actually resistant, had resistant yeah. to antibiotics. That's, That's a more lot. more than half. Yeah. More than half of the bacteria that causes urinary tract infections was resistant to antibiotics.
2: But guess what they're uh, susceptible to?
3: 82% was susceptible to an extract of garlic.
2: Even a crude extract, they said. Now, yes. what I, I would assume that a crude extract of garlic is get you some raw garlic and munch it up That's crude extract.
3: Well, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, we, we do have garlic capsules we where we have, have that, the right. exact how much of the active ingredient. And you do want garlic with active ingredient. Right. But
2: And that's the allicin, right. which is the pungent or odoriferous part of the garlic.
3: And like I said, 82% of these bacteria were killed by the garlic.
2: That's unbelievable. So
3: that? that was a really good one. And so if you do have chronic urinary tract infections, you may want to add garlic to your regimen.
2: That's right. Now, uh, something else that, and of course, we've t- how many times have we talked about probiotics? Uh, the- every week. Okay. And okay. So so a lot, right? Every week. Okay. Everybody gets my point. We've talked about this ad infinitum. I think that's the term they use. Well, here comes another little talk about the micro role of the microbiota that's the good in the guys gut. in your gut in preventing allergies yes, which we have talked about before we've talked about that and what's really interesting and, and I've talked about this before in other lectures and stuff the hygiene hypothesis you're too damn clean
3: right because they, they actually show that you know kids that live on farms, don't have as many allergies as kids that don't.
2: They don't develop those allergies. And in this study,
3: they even took little mice, and they actually gave them antibiotics immediately when they were born.
2: Killed off all their good bugs. And they actually
3: showed they had way more allergies later Mm -hmm. on because they'd killed off all their good bacteria to begin with. And so the bad thing is we've talked about in the past, our food supply is loaded with antibiotics. Um, We're getting our good bacteria killed everywhere you turn around. And every time you take an antibiotic, it kills it off. So again, a reason to supplement with probiotics.
2: Yeah, because they actually showed in this study there. There's a, that link between the decline in infectious diseases, in other words, antibiotics, and the increase in allergic diseases. Yeah, ah. how about that?
3: And Pretty even autoimmune diseases. I mean, even they even talk about autoimmune right. with the decline in. The good bacteria.
2: Yeah. And, and okay, so that was, a, I mean, we just had to throw that in about the good bacteria thing. Now, here's something interesting about vitamin A. Seems that our old buddy vitamin A is kind of like the traffic cop for the immune system.
3: Yeah, it directs your immune cells. <laughs> it's a traffic cop. Which I thought right? it was kind of ah, yeah, was real different, cool. but it was, they've actually yeah. found that. And, you know, they were just saying how important vitamin A is. And people don't think about vitamin A deficiency, but it does exist.
2: It really does. And many people, with us doing
3: a lot of genetic testing lately and genetic mutations... You find that a lot of people have mutations where they can't convert beta-carotene into vitamin A. Yeah. And a lot of people are taking beta-carotene thinking they're getting their vitamin A and they may not. They're
2: not. Yeah. And this came out of Purdue University, so it's a, re- a reputable university and they show that it actually A does a uh, direct traffic in the immune system. So they were just talking the about how yeah.
3: important it was for yeah. the immune cells.
2: All right. We're coming up on a break. After we get back from the break, we're going to be talking more about uh, what is alternative medicine. Your life, your health,
4: your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
5: There's something special about doctors' nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy and it's more than just words it's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice for your health choose doctor's nutrition call toll free at 800-824-0194 online at doctorsnutrition.com
6: there is a fact that we must all face And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at DoctorsNutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life,
4: your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to Fox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to
2: Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're going to be talking about the alternative medicine, just exactly what is. Alternative yeah,
3: we medicine. decided to talk about, you know, what is. A lot of people, you know, you, you hear mis- a lot of alternative medicine, right. and they don't know exactly what is considered alternative. And another term that's used a lot is complementary medicine. Right.
2: Yeah, and that's a, alternative complementary is actually... Or actually they call it CAM now, compl- complementary alternative medicine. Right, yeah.
3: and that's that's one of the things you see.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And so we we're just going to you know, kind of talk about what is alternatives. What's considered an alternative?
2: Well, you know, I think it's kind of funny because people say, "Well, gee, that you know, this herbal medicine here is kind of an alternative." Really? Not really. When you think about it, I mean, the Chinese forty seven hundred years ago, the Chinese were using and documenting, writing it down. Some little Chinese guy sitting there document and everything they did, wrote down about how they used herbs to treat diseases. Yeah. 4,700 years ago. So I think what happens is most people, what we consider normal medicine here in America today is actually very different than what the, rest of, than the, what the uses, rest of the world right? uses.
3: Because in the rest of the world, there is a high, high percentage, and I think it's up to... Where they say 60 to 90 percent I mean probably yeah, I mean actually yeah. I
2: mean I think it's some, we're somewhere between 60 to 90 percent of the world population use alternative medicine65 uh, to 80 percent and only 10 terms, to yeah. 30
3: percent of the people use conventional what we call conventional well, medicine We call
2: conventional medicine which is drug therapy.
3: yeah and we're talking about in the world, not in the United yeah. States because in the United States it's probably higher with conventional right but in a lot of the rest of the countries it's actually higher with alternatives.
2: And actually if you go back in our history here in the United States, Prior to 1910, and a guy named Abraham Flexner, um, we didn't have what we call conventional medicine in America. They had, back then, back in the early... You did whatever in, it took to yeah, get you better. I mean, you know, they did they'd hot water baths, they would put people in the hot springs, like in Arkansas and so on, places like that. Did all kind of really weird, what we call weird stuff now. But think about this. You ever massaged your temples to get rid of a headache? That's alternative medicine. That's a, you ever put an ice pack on a sprained ankle? That's alternative medicine. Oh.
3: Actually, what conventional medicine is, is drugs, yeah. surgery, chemotherapy, radiation. That's that's, convi- that's what's considered conventional in the United States now. It is now. Anything else is actually considered alternative. Right. Um, when you actually look, even a diet change to try to help a health problem is considered alternative medicine.
2: And here's another fact. Abraham Flexner, when he wrote his little report back in 1910, all the medical schools adopted the quote-unquote modern or scientific method for medicine. And when they did, they adopted the drug theory. Now, when they did that, we have now conventional medicine that we have in America. And everything like diet, none of that stuff, no diet, none of that stuff is taught in medicine today. Yeah, it's just not part of medicine in America. If it's not made by Pfizer and Burroughs, it's, and it's, it's, it's the drug. Yeah,
3: treatment. And I mean, many people complain to us. They come to us saying, mm-hmm. "I mean, I don't understand why my doctor won't talk to me about what I need to do or what I need to change or what I, all they want to do is give me a pill." That's
2: all they know, and that's actually taught.
3: what's taught now. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of, unless they teach themselves, and there's a few out there that do, Mm -hmm. and there's a few that go into alternative medicine. So a Mm -hmm. lot of the doctors do go into alternatives, but then they're actually kind of shunned from the rest of the profession because they're not following the regular medical model.
2: Right. Uh, Everywhere you look, and you talk to the, you know, we talk to a lot of docs around the country that, that do this thing, this alternative and complementary medicine, and they will tell you that the local medical establishment really and truly does not like them and sometimes even comes down on them for practicing what we call alternative medicine nowadays.
3: And, you know, when you look at alternative, there's so many things that that encompasses. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be anything from like what we do, which Mm -hmm. is use herbs and vitamins Mm -hmm. and functional medicine Mm -hmm. medicine and dietary change. I mean, chiropractic is actually alternatives. Um, actually massage therapy. Right. Um, acupuncture. Um, there's so many things that's considered alternative. Right. And complementary, and another thing just to mention on alternative medicine, a lot of people seem to think they have to do one or the other.
2: No, nah, you really don't. You don't. Yeah. And
3: I mean we have people all the time that it's like, well, well you know, I still want to come and go to my doctor. Well, that's fine. I mean you, you sometimes you need uh
2: sometimes you need medical blood.
3: intervention. I mean sometimes you do on the regular medicine,
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, but it is one that you can do together, and, you know, one of the things that we help people do is figure out what they can take with what, because certain medications can't be taken with certain herbs, and so looking at what they're taking makes a difference too. Yeah, but somebody
2: is, has to be knowledgeable about this stuff. Exactly, you know?
3: and so you don't have to just pick one or the other. No,
2: you don't, It's really. really
3: about doing whatever it takes to get you better. Right. And that is kind of what encompasses alternative medicine. Right.
2: You know, when you start looking at the, at the differences... Between alternative and conventional medicine, there's a lot. There is, but you know, one of the first things that with alternative medicine is we put nature first. Okay, we understand that nature is what made us, and the body is a self healing organism. Think about it. If you cut your finger, you really don't have to think about what goes on to make that system heal, do you? It just does it all by itself. It's an innate uh, response. To healing. So we're self-healing. And the good thing is we're self-healing. Because if we just provide the body with what it needs, it can take care of itself.
3: Right. We've done that
2: for millions of years. We don't try to
3: stop the healing process. Some of the things that's actually done, like, I mean, when somebody gets a virus and they want to keep giving them antibiotics, they're actually interfering with the body's ability to heal. Because part of the ability to heal is your own bacteria, which we talk about all the time, right? And if you kill it off with the antibiotics, then you're mm-hmm. not going to heal, right? So it's really looking at nature. And a lot, of, if you look at a lot of medications, a lot of medications came from herbs, uh, even antibiotics. Yeah,
2: yeah. Think about that. Uh, things like antibiotics were first discovered from a natural compound. Uh, the statin drugs that <laughs> we've had so many discussions about, and getting ready to have another one in uh, next month with Doctor uh, Senef again. Uh, but when you look at that drug, it came the original compound came from a natural compound, a natural substance. the Chinese people have been using it for two thousand years or so, and so that 's where it came it all came from nature but
3: you can 't patent right a natural substance, and yeah. that 's one of the things that has actually come with all the medications is you can patent them and you can charge what you want for them
2: that's kind so of what I mean you too. kind of
3: look at even you know looking at there is like you know fish oil one mm-hmm. of the things that we sell tons of mm hmm you look at fish oil. There is a prescription fish oil. There is. There is. They actually make one. It is. Yeah. There's actually a couple, um, and it's the same strength as the one that we sell because right. we do have a very high strength fish oil that we do sell. Mm-hmm. If you look at it though, when you go to a pharmacy to buy that fish oil, mm-hmm. the cost is about two hundred bucks.
2: Uh, I've I've heard anywhere from one hundred fifty two, to two hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah, about
3: two hundred dollars. Most people tell us that if their insurance Company pays for it. They have a copay, and mm-hmm. it's considered a specialty drug, so their copay is fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. We sell the same exact fish oil for thirty two fifty
2: for a month supply.
3: For a month, same same amount of pills, mm-hmm. same amount of pills, same mm-hmm. strength. Mm-hmm. So it's cheaper for them to buy it from us than to actually get a prescription for it. Mm-hmm. And that just shows you how overpriced a lot of prescription medication is.
2: Well. You know, and which brings up uh, uh, the cost factor. Mm-hmm. When you look at the cost of conventional medicine in America today, Forbes magazine just a month or two ago did an, an extrapolation, and they said that based on current data that they had, which is probably about a year or two old, and adding in for increases in inflation, expenses, and all that stuff, they figured that in 2015, America and Americans would spend. Somewhere about three point eight trillion dollars. I know a lot trillion. That's T trillion. Folks. It's a
3: huge business in the United um, States,
2: and it is a business. Medicine, it, it is, is a, a business. huge business. Yeah.
3: And then when you look at it, I mean, we were looking up. I mean, when you okay, we spend more money than any other country in the world.
2: Three point eight trillion. Yes. basically right. And we
3: are number one on spending on, yeah, hea- on we healthcare. Got
2: a, we got to be there now. Yeah.
3: But when you look at longevity. Who lives the longest? It wasn't us. No, we were number 42. Wow. So there's 41 countries that spend less money but live longer.
2: Wow. Think yes. about that. Now, that's a, you know that that in and of itself is a pretty profound statement.
3: And we made a statement before that a lot of other countries use alternative medicine.
2: Well, 65% to, to 80% of the rest con- of the world, yeah.
3: Conventional medicine. So there's, there's actually something to it. It's not just us saying that it is good. And, and there, there are some times where you actually need conventional medicine. We're not saying that.
2: No, no I think when you look at these other countries, like, for instance, in Germany, uh, in Germany, every, I think it's, they, rec- they say about every third uh, prescription that's written, is for some sort of natural compound or natural. Really.
3: Right. Because in, in Germany, like all of it's prescription. It's all
2: prescription. Yeah. It's all prescription. Ger- yeah, it doesn't matter.
3: But yeah. 33% of all the prescriptions are either herbal or natural. Right. And so it just shows you, you know, their doctors do both. Uh, in the United States, it's different. It yeah. is, it, in most cases, like I said, unless someone has decided to do a little bit of alternative and, you know, complementary medicine with their practice, which you don't see, it's not a real high percentage. Not to um, blend the
2: two together, no. No.
3: But definitely, like I said, the number one difference is that we use nature first. Yeah. Now, another big difference, and we see this one a lot, a lot, is that natural medicine is patient centered rather than physician centered.
2: Yeah, and now let's explain it. Jeanette, right, a lot of people are going to say, "What now, do you mean by that? What the heck are you talking about?" Okay, when you come to us, and 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 people in natural medicine or functional medicine or this alternative movement, if you will, it's about what is wrong with you, the patient? You know, when you go to your conventional trained physician, they're looking at you and saying, well, I don't do that, so I'm going to refer you to a specialist. And the specialist is going to refer you to another specialist. It's all about the doctors. It's not about And
3: you. it's not just about that. It's just also in natural medicine. I know I sit down with people a lot.
2: Uh, every day.
3: And I actually give them choices for their health care. And that is being patient-centered. That's right. When it's physician-centered, it actually is. They tell you what you're going to do.
2: Right. There's no choice. And for there's you. no
3: choices. There's no talking about it. And there is no discussion. Right. This is what you're doing. This is what I see. I don't want your opinion.
2: Right. We do. We like your opinion. Okay. All right. Coming up on another break. And as soon as we come back, we'll be talking more about alternative medicine.
4: Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health &
6: Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face. And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at DoctorsNutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194.
5: There's something special about doctor's nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy and it's more than just words it's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice for your health choose doctor's nutrition call toll free at 800-824-0194 online at doctorsnutrition.com
4: your life your health your network you're listening to voice america health and wellness
1: You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com.
2: Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, we're talking about what makes natural medicine or alternative medicine. And, you know, we were just talking in the last segment, Janine, about, uh, you know, the differences between the two being patient-centered versus doctor-centered and so on. Something else that really strikes you, I guess, when you get into uh, what we call alternative medicine here in the United States. In the rest of the world, it's conventional, I guess, so it's semantics. But here, what we call alternative medicine, one of the first things that we think about is, first... Do no harm.
3: Right, and you used to think that everyone should think that.
2: Well, that was part of the uh, Hippocrates' oath, right? Right, it used to be. Oh, it used to be, not um, anymore. Right. Actually, that's been taken out it of It has medicine. been taken
3: out, it mm-hmm. actually has. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that alternative medicine tends to look for the least dramatic means and the least side effects, they can try first. I mean, yeah. you always try the, the least offensive first and something that won't harm you. You don't go with the thing that, oh, this will definitely take care of it, but it could kill you in the meantime.
2: Yeah. You know, if you really want to look into this, there's a neat book. It's written by a guy, two guys. One is James Fries and another guy named Donald Vickery. They're both docs. And the the name of the book is Take Care of Yourself. And in their book, they talk about these drug interactions and drugs interact with other drugs and how many people are just taking one drug. Not many, right? Yes. Everybody takes at least two or three. Okay, so if you go, you're going to get three or four uh, prescriptions, and they talk about these drug interactions and how they interact with other drugs, and they cause all kind of what they call "quote unquote," and I go along with them, hazardous chemical reactions. Yeah, seriously, this stuff can be very toxic to your stuff. It can be toxic to your stomach. It can be toxic to every part of your body,
3: and even a lot of these are cancer causing. Right, and I mean if you if you if you just watch TV.
2: Oh, that's hilarious.
3: You will actually see where they actually <laughs> tell you the site. They, they have the happiest. I always think it's funny because they have the happiest people you can find. Yeah. Really nice-looking, skinny, yeah. like healthiest-looking people you can find. And they're happy, happy, happy and telling you how you can die from the drug that they're taking.
2: Now, what the, what it, what's funny is they do two-minute commercials, which are long commercials. They pay a, they a lot, lot them. for them, they too. They pay a lot for them, a lot. Now, the first 15 seconds tells you what this drug does for you the other three fourths of that two minutes? It's disclaimers, is disclaimers on what, it's going, to do on to what you. it's going to do to you. All right. Oh my God! I'm always
3: like, who would want to take that after you, they listen to that? If you to listen
2: that? to that, who in the world would want to take it? Now, and it's not <clears> meaning that everybody that takes that these drugs or have that side, of that, have a side they effect. They don't. And so, but it's just hilarious to listen to these things. Really. Now, you know, something about you know we get this one a lot uh, in natural medicine or alternative medicine. Well, how long is it going to take to get this thing fixed? Well, it might take longer with right. natural, natural medicine. Right. Natural
3: medicine is not a lot of times an instant. Now, some things are, depending on what we're talking about, on depending on doing. what it is. But there's no doubt that sometimes it ta- it's a process. It's about a building blocks and to get you healthier. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing that natural medicine does is looks more at prevention. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to prevent something that you see coming. You don't want to wait until it hits there. Mm-hmm. You don't want to wait until you've fallen out on the floor to
2: do something about it.
3: You want to do something
2: now. Well, we stress prevention, actually.
3: Exactly. And st- prevention is one of probably the one of the biggest difference. Now, you always hear people say, oh, well, I went in for my healthy you. Well, that That's, healthy you is a joke. It's a joke. I mean, it That's checks brilliant. little to nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't hardly tell hardly anything from that. Um, and it's really not. About prevention, because they don't do anything mm. to tell you what to prevent something coming.
2: Well, you know, what I've seen on a lot of these, now, one of the biggest things, and we just talked about diabetes and pre-diabetes, you know, in the, in the news segment, and that's one of the biggest, and, and they even say one of the biggest and fastest-growing epidemics, and they're actually calling yeah. it now an epidemic in America, all right? But yet, the healthy you, the 99.9% of them that we look at, because people are going, well, I just had this done, look at this, and none of them do the A1C.
3: No. No, that ain't a healthy you. And you know how many people are becoming diabetic. Most healthy yous that I've seen, most, you can't say all, Mm -hmm. CBC and lipids. That's it. Which is? And if it has a CMP, which is your liver and kidneys, it doesn't have a CBC, which is your blood count.
2: They're going to do one or the other.
3: Yes, it's not usually all. No. And so another thing that we talk about for prevention, and we definitely stress for prevention, is having your lab work done. Doing enough lab work to find problems before they get there.
2: Well, you know, I I think that's, you know... And, and maybe this is where we kind of help these folks tie this together because, you know, and again, like you said, we don't have to, you don't have to do the alternative or the thing. We do. And because right. we use the most, if you will, the most current, modern medical, conventional medical Test. testing methods that there are to determine what's wrong. Now, then you have choices. And this is where it goes back to being patient centered. You have choices. The patient can, you know, and I help people decide this all the time, and you do too, Janine. We sit down with them and say, okay, this is the problem. How do you want to approach this? And when we say that, we're not saying, well, what do you want to do about it? It's about, here's, here's your choices. Your choices. You, can, you can do the antibiotic therapy for this, or you could try something like, for instance, a UTI. Maybe it's D-manos that yeah. would do great for it, or the, the garlic, you know, and D-manos or whatever. It's giving the patient choices. And regular medicine don't do that.
3: No. We tell people, I mean, this is your choices. Mm-hmm. And then you repeat the lab work to see mm-hmm. if it's, it's worked. Which is you don't want to just assume levels. that it's worked. You right. just want, I mean, so we, we do use scientific methods. We do. And now, you know, we're going to talk in a minute about, you know, you know, there's not all alternative medicine does. And so it's gave alternative medicine a bad name.
2: Uh, yeah, it's right. And so yeah. that
3: is one of the issues with, with alternative medicine. But you know alternative medicine is something that you definitely I think it should be the first resort. We we often see people come in as a last resort.
2: Oh yeah, I mean I think that's we, I, we, would, I mean say I say think common, you, you really. always
3: try it first. Yeah. But what we see more than anything is people that's been to 15 20 doctors, tried every medication out there yeah. and they're not getting any better. Yeah. That's when we seem to see a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't have to do it that in that way well, you're always better if it's not been 10 years that you've had the problem
2: right something that i always try to get across to people is you know okay if you got a headache would you do brain surgery or would you try maybe an aspirin or something first okay something small light and it's the again look, do no harm and you know if the patient's got a headache what's wrong now we're not going to necessarily tell you an aspirin because that's probably not going to that's just going to cover up the symptom what's wrong what's causing the headache That's alternative medicine. That's
3: alternative medicine. We try to get to the root of the cause, and if you go and if you pull up a weed and you pull it up and you just break it off, Mm -hmm. how quick is it going to grow back? Oh, pretty fast. But if you pull it up by the roots Mm -hmm. and you get to the cause, it's not going to come back as fast.
2: Not as fast.
3: And so that's kind of what alternative medicine also tries to get the root of the problem, not just fix a symptom quick, which is why, again, sometimes
2: it takes a little longer. Right, it does. But, you know, even, for instance, our, we are talking about that metaphor, the headache. Um, you look at, at a patient that's got a headache, and I think we even did a show on this. Um seemed like we did a long time ago, but anyhow. When you start talking about something like, say, a headache uh, or a tummy ache, okay, what's causing it? It's not that you're deficient in Prilosec if you've got a tummy ache, okay? That's not the problem. Right. There's something going on. What's wrong with not the not digestive
3: right. tract? Right.
2: And you look at the whole digestive tract from the mouth to the anus the whole thing right. everything
3: it's it, and that's another big difference in alternative medicine it's a whole body approach
2: a whole body approach because right. when you
3: start looking at parts i mean actually the psychological well-being of a person affects their physical well-being
2: oh there's and medicine no doesn't doubt about look it. at
3: that mm-hmm. um, it, it really you got to look at the whole body and you got to look at what's going on with them and you got to ask questions and you got to talk and that's kind of one of the things that we do yeah Today, I mean, I kept talking to a patient, and I kept getting more and more information. The more she wouldn't tell me something, and later she'd add something in, I was like, well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you got to pull it out of people, but the more information you know, the better.
2: Right. Well, you can make a better, a more informed and Because decision. it
3: is whole body. Right. It's not just parts. And uh, I do think... Conventional medicine has gotten a little too specialized. Now, at times, you need specialists. We're not saying yeah,
2: that. Not saying that. But, you know, it's it just recently, I had a person who had been to, in our area, one of the large um, uh, treatment centers. Okay, very large. Everybody would know it if I used the name, but I won't. they have been to this place, and they were seeing this particular physician about a particular problem. And they... We're talking about that, and the doc was being, you know, cordial and, as they say, typing while they were talking. And we hear that a lot. We hear lately. that a lot lately, because unfortunately, you got to type a lot if you're doc now, uh, because insurance. The the patient said, and you know, oh by the way, it affects my so and so, and the doc looked up and said, "I don't do that. You'll have to see somebody else for that." <laughs> I and, and and this particular gentleman who is not very good at holding his own, said, well, just who in the hell do I have to see about that? (laughs) You know, a typical Southern boy. And he was rather put out by that. But she said, the doc said, well, I don't do that. You'll have to see someone else for that. That's what's wrong with medicine in America. They don't look at the whole body. I mean, obviously, he told the doctor, my problem here that you're talking about is affecting another part of my body. That doctor didn't do the other part of the body, right, and it that. all affects
3: each other, and that is one of the right. difference in alternative medicine is that you try to get its whole body approach right um, and that's what you want you know because the body is a whole and you can't separate
2: it that's true, you know which brings us up to something else you know the the degree of disease you know actually we have a much higher standard if we if you will, of what is health you know if, Years, you know, most Americans think of if you if there's an absence of disease in conventional medicine. Anyhow, you're healthy. And that's not true. No, I mean, what if you're if you if you haven't got diabetes you yet? How many, you got people, yeah, how many people? How many people
3: have we had come in that is say, "I've went to my doctor. They've done my lab work. Looks perfect." but I feel so bad I can't even get up.
2: And I have this particular problem or that particular problem, right? so
3: that's not being healthy. And it doesn't matter that that lab work don't show it. They've obviously not checked the right things. Or it can be a combination of things. It can be, you know, normals on your lab work is just a sample of the population. It's not necessarily normal for you. And we try to look at that along with symptoms and the end of ranges because that does make a difference.
2: You know, I, I go back to one of my old professors, who would look at lab work or, or x-rays or whatever we were looking at at the time, and he'd say, the map is not the territory. Think about that for just a minute. took me a while to kind of really figure out exactly what the heck is he talking about. The map is not the territory. That blood work that says you're perfectly healthy, which they just didn't do enough, is an incomplete map of that territory. The territory is your body. So if, if the map doesn't show you everything, you got to add map. And you just haven't dug far enough. You haven't looked deep enough. That's where you know alternative medicine tends to look a whole lot deeper. Yeah. All right. Next thing I would like to think and talk about is you know a lot of people say that yeah this stuff's kind of weird. Uh, a lot of people are skeptical, and it's yeah. not.
3: It's just not. It's not what the the public has grown to know. What they have told them.
2: Right. But think about it. Sixty-five to eighty percent of the world uses what you're thinking is weird. Is it's their, their primary care. They're normal. <laughs> okay, coming up on another break here. And as soon as we get back, we'll wrap this thing up about alternative medicine tonight.
4: Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
5: There's something special about doctor's nutrition. Where else can you go to speak with an actual doctor without an appointment, without any cost, and receive consultation about your health? One thing's for sure. That kind of service is hard to come by. And with more and more confusion about Obamacare, Medicare, medical insurance, and the like, isn't it time that you exercised your right to choose when it comes to your own health care? That's why Doctors Nutrition is perfect for you. Doctors Jim and Janine Fox will sit down with you, talk about your health, order affordable lab work, and help you understand exactly what is happening to you. Then together, you'll continue the journey of living healthy and being healthy and it's more than just words it's evidence backed up by piles of relative research and years of practice for your health choose doctor's nutrition call toll free at 800-824-0194 online at doctorsnutrition.com
6: there is a fact that we must all face And that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally you'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at DoctorsNutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit DoctorsNutritionMedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194 your life, your health, your
4: network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy.
2: And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we're talking about alternative medicine, what it is,
3: and questions And, and yeah. big questions that people have. Yeah. And one of the big questions, you know, a lot of times that people say is, you know, if I do have something wrong with me, how do I know...
2: Where to go. What,
3: what kind of doctor to go to. Yeah, and good question, really. It
2: is. Mm-hmm. And, I,
3: you know, what we tell people is, for one... If it's an emergency situation,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you do go to the emergency room. Well, obviously. Yeah. If you're bleeding, if it yes. is, if you think you're having a heart attack, if it is something that is chest
2: pains, those major, kind of right. mm-hmm.
3: you want immediate care. Right. And that is normally not alternative. I mean, that's actually your, your immediate care is the emergency rooms. And, right. And even though we've mentioned that, you know, of course, you know, we spend a lot of money in America and our longevity is not quite as long, because I do think that chronic illnesses are not managed like they should be, Right. emergency medicine in this country is probably the best.
2: Is the best, no doubt. So
3: I do think emergency medicine is the best. And right. so if you do have something like that, you do go to the emergency room. Yeah. Now, if you do have just like problems, like, you know, just chronic problems and chronic illnesses, you want to go to a doctor that actually... Whether it be a medical doctor or an alternative medicine, mm-hmm. and I, I do think, especially if people have already been to every medical doctor around, which a lot mm-hmm. of people have,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you want to go to an alternative practitioner that does do testing.
2: Right. They have to do um, that.
3: Because there is a mm-hmm. lot of, and one of the things we want to mention, and one of the things that's given us a bad name is there's yeah. a lot of people out there that get mail-order degrees. They actually did there not are. go to school. They do not really have any medical training whatsoever, right, and they put their name out as that they're a you know a naturopath or whatever, and they really have no medical training whatsoever
2: and and the true naturopaths are trained the at true
3: a, naturopaths are really good
2: they're they're trained in a residency based system, which means you have to go there, you yes. have to be a resident at that school and yeah, a true naturopathic
3: college is eight years Yes, we went to school eight years right um we it's it, it's true postgraduate college, right? you don't want somebody that paid $5,000 on the internet and got a degree that actually says that they are. right? So that's what you got to look at. But those people aren't licensed either. No. And those people cannot receive licenses and they can't do lab work right. and they can't do testing and they can't do x-rays.
2: Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the first things that you, you can tell if you're dealing with the right person is, can they do this lab work that I need done? Right. Can they do the diagnostic work? So you want can to have, they order that x-ray right. that I need?
3: So an alternative medicine doctor is fine to go to as long as they can do the testing. Right. And so that's well, one thing that we... the training. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. You want somebody that's has the training you want somebody that's had the experience. Mm-hmm. And so we do tell people you want to make sure... Because you, you know, to me, I still haven't figured out how to look at somebody and tell exactly what's wrong with them.
2: No. And I'm, you might have no. an
3: idea sometimes, but yeah. lab work will tell you something a little different sometimes. You'll think one thing and then you do the lab don't. work and it's like... That's what it is.
2: And, you know, and and all too often, Janine, sometimes somebody will come in and we do the lab work and we see something that brings up suspicions in another area and we might send this patient out to do, uh, uh, for instance, diagnostic imaging, x-ray, CT scan, MRI, that kind of thing. That's knowing when and how to apply these diagnostic tools that we have available. And also,
3: if you go to a good alternative medicine doctor, Mm -hmm. if there's something that they don't think natural medicine can treat...
2: Going to they see will you refer else, you right. somewhere
3: else because we refer people every day. Every day, we really do. We actually see something. It's like you have to go get this first, or you have to go get this first, and we want to make sure it's not this or you I had, you a, know.
2: I had a gentleman yesterday, and he come in. He's got some problems. You know, he's got uh, you know just some recurring uh, MRSA type infections that won't keep going away, and so on. So he just chronic kind of stuff that's going on with him. But he also it's one of those oh by the way. His oh-by-the-way moment was, you know, by the way, I I passed out yesterday in my car. (laughs) I said, really? Just driving down the road? Yeah. And a friend was with him, thank God, and just kind of, you know, grabbed the steering wheel and pulled the car, and they got it stopped. But he passed out, didn't know why. While driving, that's dangerous. Right, that's a little bit dangerous. (laughs) I said, it's not only dangerous for you, but for me, because if you're driving down the road, and you're having to, you know, anyhow. I said, so first thing I want you to do is I want you to go to the emergency room, and let's get this checked out. So he did. They did a CT scan. They did an MRI. So far, everything's perfectly normal. Blood pressure's a little high. Send him back to us. Okay, now we'll deal with him. We'll deal with his infection, but I still am not completely satisfied that we've, we haven't even really probably come close to finding his problem yet. We just started. Yeah. But it's a it's a deep process. But it
3: is. And like I said, so if you go to a good alternative medicine doctor, wherever you are, and if you if you are going to go somewhere wherever you live, Ask for referrals. Mm-hmm. Ask for how long they've been in business. You know how long they've been doing this. You know, find out a little bit about them first. Talk to
4: your friends and, and make sure they yeah. can
3: do testing. That mm-hmm. is one of the big things. If they say, "Oh well, I you know can't order a test," uh, then there's probably a reason. There's a reason. And so you do want somebody that's actually truly been trained,
2: right? I think that's that's really probably the big thing. You know, and something else that comes up uh, that we get, we you know, kind of hear this all the time because it's that skepticism coming out in some of the families and stuff. Is this alternative medicine safe? Yeah, and well, it's very safe. Really? I mean, actually, if you look at the safety
3: of alternative medicine, it is, well, it's so much safer that it doesn't have to be FDA approved in order to sell it. Right Now, everybody always says, oh, well, that's one of the things they throw back at that, well, it's not FDA approved, these supplements. Mm -hmm. Well, most supplements are FDA regulated. Now, it depends on the company that you buy them from because we've talked about before how a lot of the big box stores sell stuff that don't Mm -hmm. even have in it what it is. And that's one of the problems in natural medicine. Um, But it definitely, the natural medicine, if if, if it killed a couple people, it would be pulled. A lot of their drugs and medications, because it has FDA approval, they do that to make sure it's worth saving this many people to kill this many. So it actually is about a balance. And so the 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 herbs and then vitamins are, are safe enough where they don't have to do that.
2: That's true. So and I think that's, you know, and again, back to that concept of first do no harm. Right. Uh and I think that's the the ultimate thing that everybody in in the functional medicine or alternative medicine crowd that that, that we deal with every day. That's what we're all about yeah. is helping the patient, not.
3: But even But you know, even natural medicine can have side effects. It can have, can. and you can take too much of things. I mean, you, vitamin D. As much as we talk about it, I mean, there's actually most people don't take enough to help themselves. But, but if you take, you but occasionally we have, it, we, yeah. we get we get toxic by people that, for vitamin D, yeah. where they've actually taken, I had one woman that somebody not trained. Had told her to take twenty to thirty thousand a day. Wow! And she'd done it for three years without ever being tested.
2: She was, and over she done. came
3: to us because she couldn't get up anymore. Her hair was falling out. She was extreme fatigue. I mean, all these symptoms. Mm-hmm. We did her test, and she was toxic with vitamin D. So you can get too much of something. That's why you do want advice and information from people that know what they're doing.
2: And and you know when you talk about advice from somebody, gets, you know if you're going to you know I hate to say this, but if you're going to a gym. Don't ask somebody at the gym, what do you do about so-and-so? Go seek out trained medical advice. If right. you've got a, an ankle that's not working right or a wrist or something that's going on, you know, find out what, it, what medicine can actually do about it. Maybe you need a, an x-ray of it. Maybe you need to, you know something else. Maybe you need to rest it, some other therapy. But seek out valuable help. That's yeah. trained help. Okay.
3: And that's what we kind of wanted to get yeah. across tonight is, you know, how, how important alternative medicine can be to your health and how it can prevent other problems down the road.
2: I think that's the, really the essence of it is, you know, natural medicine is more about prevention. So we're going to include things like diet, lifestyle, and so on. And we'll talk about that all the time. We talk about it all the time on, the, on, the, we on do. our show. yeah. Well, we're about to the end of this show. So next week, we're going to be talking about what?
3: Anti-aging and,
2: and telomeres, telomeres right.
3: which are part of the aging process.
2: Ooh, this is going to be a fun show, Jennifer. Yep. All right. We'll see you back next week, folks. And for tonight, I uh, hope you learned a little bit of something about alternative medicine.
1: Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Doctors Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better
0: health.